me that old time religion. Old time religion, give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. It was good for my mother. Good for my mother. It was good for my mother. And it's good enough for me. Makes me love everybody. Love everybody. Makes me love everybody. And it's good enough for me. It was good for the prophet Daniel. Good for the prophet Daniel. It was good for the prophet Daniel. And it's good enough for me. Tried in the fiery furnace, tried in the fiery furnace, it was tried in the fiery furnace, and it's good enough for me. It was good for Paul and Silas, good for Paul and Silas, it was good for Paul and Silas, and it's good enough for me. It was good for the Hebrew children, good for the Hebrew children, it was good for the Hebrew children, and it's good enough for me. So give me that old time religion. Old-time religion, give me that old-time religion And it's good enough for me The Independent Catholic Podcast is sponsored by the In His Holy Name Ministry at One word, hisholyname.yolasite.com The Independent Catholic the most relevant Catholic podcast on the web. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good way. The Innes Holy Name Ministry is a Catholic mental health ministry based in Dover, New Hampshire. It is a local ministry of Christian faithful called to be a healing presence in the lives of people with mental illness. The In His Holy Name Ministry sees the Christ in those who live with a mental illness. The In His Holy Name Ministry is a ministry of service and presence, like the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, verses 30 through 37. But the ministry does not look the other way or walk past those living with a mental illness, but instead welcomes the individual and family members into a spiritual reunion, so often denied them. The In His Holy Name ministry walks with people living with a mental illness to help them find the support and services that they need. The In His Holy Name ministry sees people living with a mental illness as unique individuals who are not defined by their illness. They have much to offer the church and the community because living with an illness gives them unique insights into suffering, humility, compassion, friendship, and love. The In His Holy Name ministry works to eliminate the stigma and discrimination that people living with a mental illness encounter within the church and in human society. To contact the In His Holy Name ministry, look us up on the web at hisholyname.yoursite.com. Oh, down, come on down. Oh, fathers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. Paxibonum. Hello and welcome to The Independent Catholic, the podcast that looks at our current culture, history, and teachings of our Roman and independent Catholic traditions. I'm Father Chris Basher, an independent Catholic priest, Franciscan friar, parent, grandparent, and registered nurse. Are you ready for the three days of darkness? Now, the three days of darkness refers to a Catholic prophecy 
of chastisement and then hope. That's very similar to the plagues of Egypt. Now, some of you may have heard of the three days of darkness, and some of you, this may be the first time you've heard the term. The three days of darkness is an eschatological prophecy of the future, meaning it's relating to death, judgment, and the final destiny of the soul and humankind. That by some Catholics is held to be true. The prophecy foretells three days and nights of an intense darkness over the entire earth, against which the only light will come from blessed beeswax candles, and during which all the enemies of the church will perish. The prophecy parallels the ten plagues against Egypt, which we find in the book of Exodus. And the Apocalypse of John also mentions a plague of unnatural darkness as an effect of the sixth seal and fifth vial. The three days of darkness is a private revelation of several Catholic saints and mystics. And according to the church, private revelations are not binding on the faithful, meaning that Catholics are free to debate whether the three days of darkness is still to come, or to believe that it's completely symbolic, or to not believe in it at all. The prophecy reveals that there will be three days in which there will be absolutely no light and hell will be let loose upon the world. Whether this lack of light is to be taken literally or figuratively is debated among many today. It is debated whether the three days of darkness will be averted due to the appropriate repentance and penance or whether it will still be yet to come. Now, over 200 saints and visionaries throughout the centuries have had revelation about the prophecy of the three days of darkness. This includes, but isn't limited to, St. Padre Pio, Blessed Anna Marie Taji, and the stigmatist Marie Julie Jeheni, just to name a few. And many of these divinations include instructions on how we should prepare and conduct ourselves during this time of darkness. Now, after the next PSA, we're going to take a look at the commonalities of this practice and prophecy. This is Joe Perry and Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD.
Welcome back. Let's begin with humble Marie Julie Jahini, also known as the Breton stigmatist, the stigmatist of Blaine, and the stigmatist of La Fradice. She was a native of France, born in 1850 and died in 1941. Throughout her life, she lived as a victimized soul, suffering the stigmata. She had many visions which proved true, but what she may be most noted for is her prophecy of the three days of darkness. The stigmatist revealed before the turn of the 20th century, the crisis will explode suddenly and that the punishments will be shared by all and will succeed one another without interruption. She also went on to say, The three days of darkness will be on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, days of the most holy sacrament of the cross and Our Lady, three days less one night. During these three days, a terrifying darkness, no windows must be opened because no one will be able to see the earth in the terrible color it will have in those days of punishment without dying at once. The sky will be filled with fire. The earth will split. During these three days of darkness, let the blessed candle be lighted everywhere. No other light will shine. No one outside a shelter will survive. The earth will shake at the judgment and fear will be great. Yes, we will listen to the prayers of your friends. Not one will perish. The candles of blessed wax alone will give light during this horrible darkness. One candle alone will be enough for the duration of this night of hell. In the homes of the wicked and blasphemers, these candles will give no light. And Our Lady states, everything will shake except the piece of furniture on which the blessed candle is burning. This will not shake. You will all gather around the crucifix and my blessed picture. This is what will keep away the terror. During this darkness, the devils and the wicked will take the most hideous shapes. Red clouds like blood will move across the sky. The crash of thunder will shake the earth and sinister lightning will streak the heavens out of season. The earth will be shaken to its foundations. The sea will rise. Its roaring waves will spread over the continent. The earth will become a vast cemetery. The bodies of the wicked and the just will cover the ground. Three quarters of the population of the globe will disappear. Half the population of France will be destroyed. Take a look around your boy. It's kind of scary boy. Yeah. Tell me over in the 
Now let's move on and hear about what the blessed Anna Marie Taji had said. Now, Anna Marie was praised by Pope Benedict XV in her beatification on May 20th, 1920, as being an exemplary wife and mother amid poor and trying circumstances. Blessed Anna Marie was frequently in ecstasy, working miracles of healing, reading hearts, foretelling deaths, and seeing visions of the upcoming future events. She foretold the first two world wars of the century. Eighteen years after her death, her body remained fresh and in a state of perfect preservation as if it had just been buried the day before. But what she may be best known for is for her prophecy of the three days of darkness. God will send two punishments. One will be in the form of wars, revolutions and other evils. It shall originate on earth. The other will be sent from heaven. There shall come over the whole earth an intense darkness lasting three days and three nights. Nothing can be seen, and the air will be laden with pestilence which will claim mainly, but not only, the enemies of religion. It will be Impossible to use any man-made lighting during this darkness, except blessed candles. He, who out of curiosity, opens his window to look out, or leaves his home, will fall dead on the spot. During these three days, people should remain in their homes, pray the rosary and beg God for mercy. On this terrible occasion, so many of these wicked men, enemies of his church, and of their God, shall be killed by this divine scourge, that their corpses around Rome will be as numerous as the fishes, which a recent inundation of the Tiber had carried into the city. All the enemies of the church, secret as well as known, will perish over the whole earth during that universal darkness, with the exception of some few, whom God will soon after convert. The air shall be infested by demons, who will appear under all sorts of hideous forms. After the three days of darkness, Saints Peter and Paul, having come down from heaven, will preach throughout the world and designate a new pope. A great light will flash from their bodies and settle upon the cardinal, the future pontiff. Then Christianity will spread throughout the world. Whole nations will join the church shortly before the reign of the Antichrist. These conversions will be amazing. Those who survive shall have to conduct themselves well. There shall be innumerable conversions of heretics who will return to the bosom of the church. All will note the edifying conduct of their lives, as well as that of other Catholics. Russia, England and China will come into the church. France will fall into frightful anarchy. The French people shall have a desperate civil war, in which old men themselves will take up arms. The political parties having exhausted their blood and their rage, without being able to arrive at any satisfactory understanding, shall at the last extremity agree by common consent to have recourse to the Holy See. Then the Pope shall send France a special Legate, in order that he may examine the state of affairs and the dispositions of the people. In 
consequence of the information received, His Holiness himself shall nominate a most Christian king for the government of France. Religion shall be persecuted, and priests massacred, churches shall be closed, but only for a short time. The Holy Father shall be obliged to leave Rome. Whether you're Catholic or not, almost everyone has heard of Padre Pio. But not everyone knows about the prophecy that Jesus revealed to Padre Pio, a sainted Capuchin priest who also bore the stigmata, but revealed in a personal letter addressed to the commission of Heraldsbach, appointed by the Vatican, he testifies to the truth and reality of his disclosures on the three days of darkness given to him by our Lord. Excerpts from the letter are as follows, and they begin from late January 1950 through early February 1950. Those who shall fight for my cause shall receive grace from my divine heart, and the cry, WHO is like unto God shall serve as a means of protection to many. However, many shall burn in the open. Fields like withered grass. The godless shall be annihilated, so that afterwards the just shall be able to stand afresh. On the day, as soon as complete darkness has set in, no one shall leave the house or look from out of the window. The darkness shall last a day and a night, followed by another day and a night, and another day, but on the night following, the stars will shine again, and on. The next morning the sun shall rise again, and it will be springtime. In the days of darkness, my elect shall not sleep, as did the disciples in the Garden of Olives. They, shall pray incessantly, and they shall not be disappointed in me. I shall gather my elect. Hell will believe itself to be in possession of the entire earth, but I shall reclaim it. Do you, perhaps, think that I would permit my father to have such terrible chastisements come upon the world, if the world would turn from iniquity to justice? But because of my great love, these afflictions shall be permitted to come upon man. Dot. Although many shall curse me, yet thousands of souls shall be saved through them. No human understanding can fathom the depth of my love. Pray, pray, I desire your prayers. My dear Mother Mary, Saint Joseph, Saint Elizabeth, Saint Conrad, Saint Michael, Saint Peter, the little Therese, your holy angels, shall be your intercessors. Implore their aid. Be courageous soldiers of Christ. At the return of light, let everyone give thanks to the Holy Trinity for their protection. The devastation shall be very great. But I, your God, will have purified the earth. I am with you. Have confidence. This catastrophe shall come upon the earth like a flash of lightning at which moment the light of the morning sun shall be replaced by black darkness. No one shall leave the house or look out of a window from that moment on. I myself shall come amidst thunder and lightning. The wicked shall behold my divine heart. There shall be great confusion because of this utter darkness in which the entire
Earth shall be enveloped, and many, many shall die from fear and despair. Those who shall fight for my cause shall receive grace from my divine heart. And the cry, WHO is like unto God, shall serve as a means of protection to many. However, many shall burn in the open fields like withered grass. The godless shall be annihilated, so that afterwards the just shall be able to stand afresh. On the day, as soon as complete darkness has set in, no one shall leave the house or look from out of the window. The darkness shall last a day and a night, followed by another day and a night, and another day, but on the night following, the stars will shine again, and on the next morning the sun shall rise again, and it will be springtime. In the days of darkness, my elect shall not sleep, as did the disciples in the Garden of Olives. They shall pray incessantly, and they shall not be disappointed in me. I shall gather my elect. Hell will believe itself to be in possession of the entire earth, but I shall reclaim it. Do you, perhaps, think that I would permit my father to have such terrible chastisements come upon the world, if the world would turn from iniquity to justice? But because of my great love, these afflictions shall be permitted to come upon man. Although many shall curse me, yet thousands of souls shall be saved through them. No human understanding can fathom the depth of my love. Pray, pray, I desire your prayers. My dear Mother Mary, St. Joseph, St. Elizabeth, St. Conrad, St. Michael, St. Peter, the little Therese, your holy angels, shall be your intercessors. Implore their aid. Be courageous soldiers of Christ. At the return of light, let everyone give thanks to the Holy Trinity for their protection. The devastation shall be very great, but I, your God, will have purified the earth. I am with you. Have confidence. A friend is someone special who really likes to share. A friend won't always tease or start a fight somewhere. A friend will really show different ways. A friend is just about the best thing you can be each day. Hey, hey, hey. Spec. For me, it's for you. Surrender enemies. Live the great commandment. This message is brought to you by the Franciscans of Joy of the Gospel. We now return to the Independent Catholic Podcast with Father Chris. We've just gone over and heard about three revelations regarding the three days of darkness. As I said earlier, over 200 saints and visionaries have remarked on their own personal prophecies on the subject. And a reminder that according to the church, private revelations such as these are not binding on the faithful. Personally, I advise you to do your own research on the, on the subject and contemplate where you stand on the prophecy. I encourage you to do so on your own. To look for some further research. There's plenty of websites and books available on the subject. Each with a slightly different viewpoint, but all have strong similarities. The three days of darkness is often called a chastisement because it's supposed to 
eliminate about 75% of the human race over a three-day period from any number of earthly, cosmic, and or supernatural causes. When will this occur? Well, let me answer it by quoting Mark chapter 13, verses 1 through 37. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? replied Jesus. Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John and Andrew asked him, privately, tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say, whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see, the abomination that causes desolation, standing where it does not belong, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in winter, because those will be days of distress unequaled from the beginning, when God created the world, until now, and never to be equaled again. If the Lord had not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At that time if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Messiah, or, Look, there he is. Do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So be on your guard, I have told you everything ahead of time. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the 
Heavens! Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back whether in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. I want to emphasize what Jesus informs us about regarding the end of times. And I quote, But about that day, or hour, no one knows not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father, end quote. What Jesus is telling us is only the Father knows when the end will occur. Not even he nor the angels are privy to this. But he does advise us to be vigilant. And to look for the signs. Again, this is where your own research is important. He wants us to be on our guard, to be alert, and not to be caught sleeping. And again, he emphasizes, you do not know that time when it comes. Like a Boy Scout, we need to be prepared. Physically, mentally, and spiritually. Whether it's the end of the world as we know it, or if it's just a chastisement. I encourage you to work with your pastor in your church, whether it's a deacon, or a priest, or a bishop, to discern the three days of darkness. I encourage you to study and to meditate on your findings. But mostly, pray devoutly and humbly to the Lord for his guidance on the matter. I'd like to leave you with this prayer to be said daily, ideally done before the cross. Prayer to pray every day. Look at the image of Jesus as the true King and pray. One our Father, one Hail Mary, one glory be. And then the following prayer. O Lord, our God, you alone are the most holy King, ruler of all nations. We pray to you, Lord, in the great expectation of receiving from you, O divine King, mercy, peace, justice, and all good things. Protect, O Lord our King, our families and the land of our birth. Guard us, we pray, most faithful one. Protect us from our enemies and from your just judgment. Forgive us, O Sovereign King, our sins against you.
Jesus, you are King of mercy. We have deserved your just judgment. Have mercy on us. We trust in your great mercy, O most awe-inspiring King. We bow before you and pray. May your reign, your kingdom, be recognized on earth. Amen. This is Father Chris signing off. Remember, act justly, love with mercy, and walk humbly with God. Baxter Bonham. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. It was good for the Hebrew children. And it's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire. It will do when the world's on fire.